You're listening to the New Hope Church Podcast. To learn more about what we're doing on the south side of Indianapolis, you can check us out online at becomehope.com. If you like what you're hearing here, be sure you check out one of our companion podcasts. We have a daily devotional podcast called Let's Find Out Together, as well as an apologetics podcast called Salty Saints. Let's listen in. What's up? Not a lot. Okay. We're, we're talking about kiddos. We're talking about family worship today. Um, but just real quick, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. I'm Stacy Miller. I'm one of our Kidman directors here at New Hope. Excellent. Um, it's family worship. We're doing family worship Sunday. Um, and that means we usually do like a kind of weird spin on the sermon on these kind of days because... Uh, the time is a little different, and we don't always have time for a full sermon, so we thought it would be great to get Stacy up here with all the work that she does um, here at New Hope with the kiddos and talk about the importance of family worship, what it means to worship with the whole family in our service, not just the adults, not just middle school or high schooler, but like everybody. Um, so why do we have kids in the worship service? I think I mean, there, there's numerous reasons. I think first and foremost, as an 80s baby that grew up through the what would Jesus do uh, movement, that's what Jesus did. In Matthew, it tells us that people were trying to push the kids away when Jesus was coming up to talk, but Jesus said, no, let the little children come to me for they too will inherit the earth. I, I mean, I, I feel like we, we can keep talking, but I feel like that's the main point. That's what Jesus did. And that's what we're called to do is to do what Jesus did. Right, right. That Jesus cared about kids being there. Um, you just said, you know, he said, let the children come to me. That tells me that the kids were there listening to Jesus teach. Absolutely. That they weren't off uh, the first service. I thought I was super clever. I called them the the youth disciple. Um, but like there was no youth disciple. It was just all was everybody there. together. Absolutely. Um, do you think Sunday worship should be focused more on like an intellectual adult pointed lesson or is, are there times when we need to make room for kids or is there a way of combining those two things? I think we do a really good job of combining those things. Um, I can't tell you how many times, especially when Chrissy Ward was doing her videos that we would see um, on the screen each week, how many adults would come up to us and say, you know, I never thought about it that way or that was a really great lesson that I hadn't thought about for a really long time. I think sometimes we underestimate what our kids are able to understand, how they think about things. And I don't ever think that what we do in here is over their head. Um, I, I think they're capable of a lot more than we give them credit for. And I think they, they learn just as well as adults do when they're hanging out with us. I mean, well, so what you just said there, talking about how even the we as adults can learn from, like, the kids' videos. I love the Douglas videos. And I did notice that his speech impediment magically disappeared. So I don't know what happened <laughs> there. But um, <laughs> Jesus spoke in parable. Mm -hmm. Jesus spoke in small, simple little stories that a little kid could understand or an adult could think about their entire life and it would never stop making more and more sense to them. Mm -hmm. Um we can totally do that today, too. Absolutely. There have been so many times where, it, you know, in kids' church, 
I've had, you know, I've presented a lesson that maybe I thought was difficult to, for kids to really connect with. Um, in Kids Kingdom, one of my goals is to teach them what the Bible says. We get to application much more in middle school and high school, but I want them to know what the Bible says. But then somebody will ask a question or make a comment and they get it. They're, it these things aren't over their heads. They get it. And sometimes they even point out things that I didn't get or I didn't think about it that way. I think sometimes we adults just make it way too hard. We've, we've got a lot of preconceived notions. Absolutely. We've got a lot of traditions that we build up and we think like this is how it's got to be. But like me and Randy were talking about first service, like for the last 2,000 years, 1,900 of those years, there was never a question as to whether kids are in the service or not. They just right. were. Right. Kidman really only became a thing about in the last 100 years. So it worked for 1,900 of those other years. Right, right. And honestly, I mean, based on our current way the world is going, I feel like maybe we should try something different. I don't know. Um, but how do we lay down those preconceived notions that we've kind of developed about like what church needs to look like, what, uh, you know, that kids go here, adults go here, or, you know, how, how do we just kind of say, okay, yeah, we're just going to worship together today and make that normal? Like, I think a lot of that is just a mind shift for us adults. Um, we can't be bothered by hearing kids in church. Um, when I hear kids in church, I see that as a sign of life, a sign of hope, a sign of youth, a sign of the future of the church. They are the future of our church. They're the kids that will become leaders. Um, you know, we see that. I had several of these kids in kids ministry when um, they were that age. And yes, Sarah's over there. Hi. <laughs> um, and now, now they are leaders. And I don't think any of that's going to change as they get older. Um, but we've got to stop being uncomfortable when kids are around. Um, and I think we have to stop assuming that um, we're going to come to church for a show. Um, kids, kids make things messy. They're loud. They make noise. They may around, and that's okay. Um, I don't come to church to be entertained. I don't have some, like you said, preconceived notion about what the service should look like, what the music should sound like. Um, I come to enter into his presence with the congregate, uh, congregation that I want to join with. Um, and I think is if we can get some of those ideas out of our heads, um, kids can gain a lot from being in worship. Yeah. Um, so one of the things Jesus says, is he says, um, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, you're going to have to become like this little child. And he calls this little kid up and, and kind of starts talking about the kid. But um, that to me says there's not only a lot we need to teach kids, and I think that's our focus so often, is we've got to teach these kids, we've got to teach these kids. But Jesus is turning it back on us and saying, no, you need to learn from these kids too. Yeah. And what, what do you think we need to learn from kids? I think we need to learn that we don't have to complicate things the way that we do, um, that we don't have to have things picture perfect and pretty, um, and that simply being in his presence is enough. We don't, we don't need more than just being in his presence. So what do, like, when he talks about like a childlike, people say like a childlike faith or, you know, like what, what it means to be childlike, um, what, what does a childlike faith look like when lived out? So kids aren't jaded yet. There's a lot that we go through as adults that jade us, that we're, we're sour towards the world. We don't, you know, we have all these things that have happened to us that we don't think um, should have. Kids just take it for what it is. Um, they, they don't doubt immediately. Um, they, they trust what the Bible says. When I tell them that every word in this Bible that I'm holding up in front of you is true, 
they believe it. Um, they've not been getting, given any reason to doubt that that is the case. Um, and I think just opening ourselves to worship and family worship with no frame of reference other than this is what the Bible tells us to do. This is what I'm going to go do. Um, I think we can learn a lot from that. Yeah. Um, so something else that I think needs said is like the future of the church relies on the kids in our church right now, mm -hmm. right? 100%. How do we build them up and how do we equip them to be that role? Yeah, so if you look at studies, we know around the age of 12 or 13, kids flee the church. Um, that is the age where they kind of start making up their mind. Um, if mom and dad continue to drag them to church until they're 18, at 18, they'll step out of the church. I worry that a lot of that happens because they're unfamiliar with big church. And we, we call it kids' church and big church, that they're unfamiliar with big church. They've never really felt welcomed. They, maybe they've felt like an inconvenience. Um, and we've, we, we need to reverse that trend. Um, if, if we want our church, both this church and Big C Church, to continue to grow, um, we want kids to feel comfortable and welcomed and an integral part of the body of Christ. There, there's the body of Christ. It's not the body of Christ and then kids. Kids are a necessary part of the body of Christ. So if kind of what I feel like we're kind of drifting towards here, like the goal is that we recognize that the body of Christ is, is all types. It's all sorts of people, right? It's young, it's old, it's men, it's women, it's all races, it's all types of people, right? And so we all play different functions. We're all necessary and we all need to be connected to work. So my question is, how do we start building, how do we start strengthening relationships between older generations, younger generations, and seeing that we have things to learn from each other and to teach each other? I think one of the things that we've done recently um, kind of speaks to that. You, you know, you know, kids ministry used to meet with the, with the exception of the nurseries. We used to meet downstairs. Um, I felt like we were very hidden. It was easy to forget that there were kids in the building. So we've now moved Sunday mornings um, just down the hallway um, upstairs. So you can physically see kids. You might hear us at some point, and I don't think that's a bad thing. We're in there worshiping. We're having a great time. Um, but I think the more that we have kids in here, the more that they're able to say good morning to people outside of the kids' ministry. Um, you, know, you then might see that person at the grocery store, and you might say, hey, how are you doing? Um, I know there are several adults in this congregation, both first hour and this hour, that served integral parts of my spiritual life growing up that um, wouldn't have been possible if they weren't either A, volunteering in kids ministry, or B, if I wasn't in here with my own parents, um, meeting them and greeting them and um, just learning about the rhythms and routines of big church. And so, you know, we do this like, what, once quarterly, I think is what we landed on, but like, it's so important to Absolutely. like have this. And like, it's great that we do this, you know, as often as we do, but like it, this needs to extend beyond just a family worship one Sunday, every once in a while. Like mm -hmm. it's gotta be like, this has gotta be who we are. We're, yeah. we're a family. We are. And we know that parents are the first disciples of kids. Um, but like Randy pointed out first hour, when we do baby and child dedications here at the church, the questions are asked of the parents, but questions are also asked of the congregation. Do you accept the role of playing a part in the lives of these children. Um, and that is such an important part um, of the responsibility that we have as a church is to 
invest in these kids, to know their names, to, you know, know what makes them tick, to know that maybe this kiddo is not going to sit still the entire time, but I can guarantee you that he or she knows every answer to every question I'm going to ask about the lesson. Um, just, just forming those relationships and becoming familiar with um, other people in the church. Awesome. Um, do you have any, like, last thoughts you'd like to give us just off the cuff or? I, I just, Obviously, I'm not talking myself out of a job. Kids ministry is my thing. <laughs> I think we, we know that that's um, an important thing. We know that kids do learn differently. There are different things that are developmentally appropriate. Um, but as a parent myself, I know it can be uncomfortable having a kid in big church. I fully acknowledge that and I respect that um, discomfort. Um, but as a parent, just like my daughter wasn't born knowing how to use a spoon or play golf, um, you know, those are things that we had to teach her. Um, so, so is being in church. We, we have to teach kids how to be in church. Um, and as adults, maybe be a little bit more laid back about what we expect church to look like on a Sunday morning. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to the New Hope Church podcast. If you would do us a favor and like or subscribe on your favorite platform, we would really appreciate it. Also, if you happen to have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at questions at becomehope.com. Have a great week and know that we are praying for you as you seek to be Jesus in every corner of your world.